You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 51 of Bodies by Design Radio. I am trainer Fred with my co-host... Coach Donovan. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, feeling really good today. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've got a lot done already today. Woke up a little earlier than I have been and just started uh, getting things done this morning, which usually I like to go slow, but hey, whatever, whatever needed to happen, yes, it, it got done. I feel productive already. So how about you? Uh, I woke up and caught one of the most uh, amazing sunrises. I sent that to you in a video. And yeah, man, that was, that was just legit. spectacular. Yeah, it looked like it was looking off in the Serengeti or something. That was just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it's so many beautiful colors. Uh, yeah, man, I feel really good. It's Wednesday, so it's my active recovery day. So um, I did a little bit, a little bit of work on the spin bike and did some mobility movement to just kind of get my body geared up to continue my workouts during the week. Yeah, and, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's all about longevity and keeping yourself healthy and playing the long game. That's that's the big thing. And uh, that's what's going to lead us to our topic today, which is a really, really important topic. And I don't believe that it, it is um, spoken enough. And I think we are uh, looking at some things in the health and fitness industry the wrong way. And we just kind of want to change your perspective. Uh, we all know that we went through the COVID-19 pandemic, but uh, in my humble opinion, I believe that there is uh, a pandemic that has been going on far, far longer than COVID-19 ever came uh, came about. And most, most Americans are uh, suffering from that. And it's the pandemic of low muscle mass and high body fat. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, what, what if we've been looking at you know, the pandemic of, of obesity all wrong this entire time. Uh, you ever ask yourself why with all the knowledge, technology and advancement that that's at our disposal, we continue to get more overweight and unhealthier as a nation. Uh, we've been looking at this formula like all wrong, man. Everything. It's just, it's just really, really um, opened my eyes about this. And we don't have to, we, we don't have a over fat issue. We have a low muscle mass issue. So let me just say that again for our listeners. We don't have an over fat issue. We have low muscle mass issue. Yes, you heard me right. Low muscle mass issue. Uh, having more muscle is like having a bigger, uh, it's like having more money, right? And who wouldn't want that? And if you're in debt, with high interest rate, you can't just take the minimum payment. You can't just pay the minimum payment payment because you never pay it off. And that amount will just multiply and multiply and you'll never pay it off in over two lifetimes. So it's crazy to me that it's the same exact approach that we have towards weight loss. Do the minimum and do a lot of cardio and expect a big payoff. It just doesn't work that way. So, yeah, this is powerful. So let's look at that same problem in a different way. So instead of the big, oh, my God, I have a lot of debt I need to pay off. You can simply focus on making more money by creating a side hustle 
or ask for a raise or finding a new higher paying job. Like these are all things that you can actually go do. And this is the same idea when it comes to your body is you can start to build more muscle and stimulate the muscle you already have, first of all, and then start to build more muscle slowly over time so that your body just burns better. Um, so it's going to take time. It's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some sacrifice, but everything does. So your focus needs to be on producing more of what it takes to eradicate the problem that you're dealing with, which is having too much body fat, right? And not enough muscles. So mm. that transition just comes with consistent effort in the gym and being uh, in an environment where you're lifting weights consistently. Um, so you go deeper into that for you know, the focus, that's exactly what we need to focus on. It's like, you, you got to remember when it comes to fat loss, it's easy to focus on the obvious and say, oh, I want to lose weight. I need to get rid of this belly fat. My inner thighs are fat, my back fat, jiggly fat. And in our consultations, that's all we hear, man. And uh, we hear people that come in and they want to spot mm -hmm. train. They want to say, I want to get rid of this fat under my arms, or I want to, you know, lose this belly fat. If your goal is to burn body fat and drop a few pounds, you might already be convinced that you have to do cardio and hardcore dieting. And we're here to help you realize that that is not necessarily the truth. So let's look at the effectiveness of weight training to lose more body fat. So while strength training is usually not considered a, a part of like, you know, burn fat, lose weight menu, it can actually cause you to burn uh, as much fat or more than long, boring cardio, mm -hmm. leading to a better overall health. And so when we say long, boring cardio, it's not to diminish cardio altogether. If you just like doing cardio because it's your thing and it, it, it mentally it helps you, then, then that's fine. But we have to start connecting that cardio to, you know, my whole weight loss journey, right? So when you build muscle, you're in effect building a bigger, bigger engine. So think about that. The muscle is the engine of your body. And what does a big engine do? It burns more fuel. So that's a really easy analogy for you to take right there. When you're looking at your frame, are you seeing muscle that is, is a bigger engine for you? Um, and even when you, know, you aren't working out your engine, your engine is still running meaning that you're still burning more fat and calories even at rest than you would without strength training. So you have to make sure that you're incorporating the strength training into your life. And when you do weight training combined with HIT, you've heard that before, high intensity cardio or high intensity training, it, it boosts your metabolism and it remains elevated even after you stop working out. So pay attention to that. When you lift weights and you do the high intensity interval style training, your metabolism gets fired up so much that it remains elevated even after you stop working out, which means you're still burning a higher calorie count. Mm -hmm. And this is called excess post-oxygen consumption or EPOC um, or AKA the afterburn. All right. So you heard it here. We are going for the afterburn. And that is why weight training combined with HIT is so pivotal because it's kind of like gaining interest on your money. The, the higher the interest that you gain, the more money you make in the long run. So 
when you incorporate strength training into your weight loss efforts, you can experience an elevated in your metabolism, like Donovan said, or Epoch for far longer than usual. Several studies have shown that the effect lasting for at least 38 hours after your workout ends. So let's put that in perspective. I do a workout on Monday. I do weight training. I do squats. I do pull-ups. I do presses. I do lunges. And then I do some hit cardio right after that. By the beginning of Wednesday, you're still feeling the burn from the Monday workout. That's insane. That's amazing. Why would you not want to do that? And if you start stacking these days and these workouts, you are going to get results. And we have just seen that happen over and over. So what is, let's, let's go into a little bit more of what afterburn is, right? So it means that even when you stop weight training, your body is still burning calories. On the other hand, when you stop your long mundane cardio, like you just got on the elliptical and you went for an hour, okay, that's great. You moved, you sweated, your heart rate went up, your body feels good, but your afterburn is not as long than it would be if you were to do weight training, strength training combined with HIT. So remember that if you want to experience the, the epoch and the afterburn, weight training and HIT cardio is the way to go. Always play the long game when it comes to your future health and create a routine based off of strength and hit, right? Mm -hmm. Strength and hit to get the biggest return on your hard work at the gym. So I want you to think about this for a second. If you think about your schedule and the hour that you take to go to the gym, like you putting that together, that was probably a challenge for you, right? Because you have so many things you're doing outside the gym. Your schedule's already full. Then you decide, all right, I want to get on this journey to take care of my health. So you figured out how to fit this hour in. If you're going to do that hour, make sure you're doing it in the most effective way um, so that, you know, you get the most from your effort. Now you might ask, okay, this all sounds good, but what resistance training exercises should I be doing? For how long? How many days? And these are legitimate questions. And the simple answer is to do compound movements. So what does that mean? Well, right before we get into these movements, guys, listen to this. When you start adding weight training and a hit, this is one more thing that I just want to make sure we do not overlook. Not only do you get the body that looks fit, but you also have the added advantage of a stronger body that burns more calories at rest, resists all preventable morbidities like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, osteoporosis, and you are way less prone to injuries as you move through your life. Um, what do you do now? Like Donovan just said, like, what, I mean, what, what kind of workouts do we do? What does it mean that, what does it mean for you? Like if you've never done HIIT training, what, what, what kind of process do you have to go through? Do you have to just jump right underneath the squat rack? What do you, what do you got to do? Uh, the foundation of your strength, your strength training should be push-ups, squats, pull-ups, deadlifts, lunges, just like learning a new language, we have to learn the proper techniques and methods of performing these exercises because you can get seriously injured. And that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. So we have these six steps that we want to talk to you about that way. So you understand where you need to begin. If you're already working out with us, you've, you've gone through the whole process that we'll talk about. But if this is something new, 
that you want to experiment with, you have to make sure that you speak to someone that is very qualified and they can onboard you properly. So the first thing you got to talk, you got to talk about with a fitness pro, talk about what your situation is. Where are you coming from? Do you have any injuries? Do you have any medical issues? Do you have any concerns? And you have to take all that in consideration before you start anything. So remember that. So that's the number one step. Talk to a fitness pro and put everything on the table. That way, so they understand what it is that they're working with. Number two, talk about an in-body test. Now, the in-body test is something, you know, five years ago, people hadn't heard a whole lot about it, but now it's becoming more mainstream and a lot of people, a lot of gyms, a lot of other facilities that make meals and things like that, they're using the in-body to get an accurate uh, assessment on more details of your body. So how many pounds of body fat you have, uh, how many pounds of muscle you have on your body, what that translates to as far as your body fat percentage and what that means for your basal metabolic rate. So how many calories you burn at rest. And so we can start to do formulas on these numbers based on science that actually get you in the best position possible to have a workout and nutrition plan based on your personality, your lifestyle and your exact body. Um, you know, the in-body test will also talk about where muscle is segmented on your body, how many pounds are on your right arm, on your left arm. And this will let your pro know uh, any imbalances that you may have that need to be worked on. Mm -hmm. uh, so an in-body test really highlights a lot of the details and gives the data that we need to make a scientific decision on where you need to be starting. Yeah, that's for sure. Number three is the onboarding process. I think it's just so important that you get onboarded properly. And onboarding basically means you walk through the door of a facility, you meet a coach for the first time, and you start a relationship. And that relationship starts with honesty. That relationship has to be raw and it has to be honest. So you have to talk about the things that you've done in the past. You have to go, you have to talk about your health. You have to talk about the food, your habits. All these things have to basically be pushed on the table in order to know what we're dealing with. And the onboarding process, I know that we use our bodies by design is very much like if you were dropped off from Mars and the place that you landed was our gym and you wanna know what it is that we do, we literally take you through that process of showing you the facility, talk to you about what we're going to be doing and then doing a mobility and a, a test that will kind of give us an idea of like, okay, how does this person move? What kind of condition are they in? What, how strong are they? How, how flexible are they? Did they have any range of motion? Uh, do, do they have any problems with going, going through certain range of motions? Uh, what kind of a cardio conditioning are they in? And once we take all this con into consideration, then we can decide, okay, this person really needs some one-on-one -on -one attention, or this person is already very fit and can come into our workouts and be successful, or they learn our perfect warm-up and they have to keep doing that perfect warm-up in order for them to be able to kind of condition themselves before they get into the workout. So it is, it should be a long process. It, it, an onboarding process should not be just a couple of hours or a couple of days. I mean, you, your coach should be taking the time to get to know who you are and what they're dealing with in order for you to be very successful. Yes. And number four, talk about strength training being the center of the training system. So mm. if you are part of Bodies by Design, you know that's what we do every day is we lift weights uh, in a way that matters. 
Now, if you're not part of Bodies by Design and maybe you're not even in our area uh, and you're listening to this, make sure if you're going to talk with a fitness pro that they use strength training as the center of their training system because the whole point that we're getting to here is that you need to stimulate the muscle you have right now and then start to build that muscle slowly over time. The yeah. only way to do that is with strength training. All right. So um, now what kind of strength training, um, you know, what kind of things need to be involved in that strength training to make it effective? And that leads to number five. Number five, we have a system of bodies by design that has five legs. It is strength. It is hit, mobility, flexibility, and balance. We believe that after doing this for 20 years, that we have to include all five in every single workout. We have done so many different types of workouts. We've done bodybuilding type workouts. We've done CrossFit type workouts. We have done, um, we've done isolation movements. We've done work with bands. We've done TRX, anything you can think of. And over the years, what we've done was we've taken the best out of everything that we have done and brought it in into the system. And as Donovan said, strength is the heart. You have to do strength training and strength training could be def definitely different for other people. Like if Donovan and I can do bar squats and someone walks in a body weight squat might be their strength training at the beginning. And then they can move to dumbbells and they can move to kettlebells and they can move to a lighter bar and they can progress through those things. So there's progression involved in it. Hit training. What does hit training mean? Hit training means you do something at a very high intensity or high effort for a short period of time and then you rest for a short time and then you redo it again but you don't do it for very long you only do it for four five eight ten rounds maybe uh with mobility uh we want to create mobility through movement and there's always a confusion between mobility and flexibility mobility is how well your joints and how how well your joints move and flexibility is how well you, you uh, your muscles can flex and they can contract and they can stretch. So those things are basically brothers and sisters. I mean, they're right there next to each other. So when you create mobility, you create flexibility. And guess how you do that? You do that with strength training. Because if you think about doing a bicep curl, you're flexing your bicep, but your tricep actually has to stretch in order for your bicep to flex. So as you are flexing any muscle group, you have the opposite muscle group going through a lot of flexibility and mobility and balance is huge. We don't think about balance until we lose it. And the number one reason the elderly community fall is because they don't have grip power. They don't have the strength in their hands and they don't have the balance. So they can't catch themselves when they lose their balance. And that always results in injury. So we don't have to get to an older age in order for us to start working on our balance. So working on balance is huge and bringing all of that together, it really kind of creates the bodies by design training system. And we've put that together and it's been so successful for so many people with so many different conditions and everyone can fit into this because there's different variations for each person. Yeah, it's powerful. Uh, so again, even if you're not close to us and you can't be part of our system, make sure you can take some of these things as, uh, you know, tips to be able to know what you're looking for when you go to find a trainer. And number six, talk uh, about having a community, right? 
Um, when you walk into a facility, you want to feel kind of that family atmosphere. You want to be connected with other people who are on the journey. Even if y'all have different goals, you just want to be sure that you, when you walk in, there's a vibe there of people who are committed to being their best selves as far as their fitness goes. And, you know, you see familiar faces often and that you don't have just random people coming in and out of the gym like you see at some gyms, right? It's like some of the bigger box gyms, uh, you know, they're not designed to create this family atmosphere. So you see people coming and going randomly, right? And that's their, that's their environment. It's been set that way for a long time. With a more a smaller private facility, what you get is that community feel, that family feel where people actually know your name and care if you were there or not. Um, and so make sure you have that community around you because it'll make your journey a lot more worthwhile. And, you know, to add to that, I shared with someone yesterday that it's really special when a client comes to the facility and they love their gym and they love their coach, but it's more special when they love each other and when they talk to each other and when they get to know each other and they hang out outside the gym and when they uh, step up for each other, when they're going through hard times, that is such an amazing thing to see. And I think that's when you really find out if you have a great place that you're working out. So it's not just the coaches caring about you. It's pretty much everybody. And like Donovan said, you're just not a number. So you actually get called by your name or the name that we make up for you. So yeah. it, it, either way. All right, guys. So wrapping this up in conclusion, if we want to solve the obesity issue in this country, we have to focus on creating more muscle on our bodies to not only look better, feel better, but to perform our daily task better. God gave you one body and that body has the capacity to create a bigger engine, but that can only happen with time, consistency, sacrifice, and a lot of hard work. If you're willing to take the challenge of adding more muscle to your body and having less body fat, you will be much happier and healthier as you move through your life and you will just enjoy things much better because you have the strength, the stamina, and the power to do it. There you have it, y'all. We appreciate you listening to episode number 51 of BBD Radio. Now, like I tell you every time, we do this for free just to put valuable information out there that can, uh, that can help you with your journey. So what we ask you for as far as the payment goes is to share this along to somebody else that you know uh, is looking to, in this case, add muscle to their body or make sure that they find a proper facility to work out in. There's somebody in your life and you've had conversations with them about this stuff. So share it along and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.